You're listening to a podcast produced by Kayama Community Radio. And Neil Riley, our mayor, has joined us. Welcome, Neil. Hi, Bernie, and hi, everybody. Yeah, I'm just going to put your microphone on there. Oh, is that better? <laughs> yeah, I think we can hear you now. That's my fault, as usual. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome. How are you? Uh, well, well. Now, it wasn't your fault. I was talking ever so quietly. <laughs> um, no, I'm, 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 I'm happy to report I am genuinely feeling well and, and, and healthy and, and Great. all that. Yes. Great. And you've lost your accoutrement, your... Yes, yes, I've... It's gone, I've, I've, thankfully. I've lost that, uh, yep, that particular it's, bag that's very hard to match a pair of shoes yeah. with. <laughs> uh, but I, and, I, and, I, and I'm feeling great. I think the psychological yeah. aspect of just, just losing that surgical yeah. drain was, yeah. was fabulous. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm fighting for it. And you've got an exciting week ahead. Yes, yes. Um, uh, tomorrow, uh, I'm off to, uh, to Brisbane... Uh, for the 2023 Asia Pacific City Summit Mayors, Mayors Forum, and the idea is that uh, mayors and uh, and other leaders from cities and, and and towns and regions all over the Pacific are going to uh, to be there. Uh, Japanese, there will be Chinese, there will be uh, Taiwanese, there will be uh, New Zealanders, uh, Islanders, there will be Australians. Uh, and uh, there will be people from uh, the Philippines, mm. um, and and like most conferences, you, you get about fifty percent from the presentations, which are usually of a very very mm. high standard, and but the other half is rubbing shoulders with yeah. your contemporaries in 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 other places, and I am astounded every time. I come across these other mayors, in, and, and whether they be, you know, local country mm. mayors in Australia or whatever, the problems are universally shared. Yeah, resources are scarce. Uh, the, the, you you have to think long term, but people need short term action. Uh, you're, you're under enormous scrutiny, mm. and. Uh, the 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 makeup of the council is never of your choosing, so the the, yeah. the problems are universal, and how people overcome these things and and work around them is is always fascinating, and you'll always come away with much more than what you arrived with. Great, and who is going? I uh, look myself and uh, Jane Stroud, and I think it's important that uh, the CEO attends these things, because as I've said on a number of occasions just recently we have come to a point where we are turning the corner mm. where where we have to really and truly start thinking about what's next and hopefully um we've set things up in such a way is uh, in, in such a way that what is next is going to be a little bit better financially it's going to be a bit more secure there's going to be better governance and uh We'll be focusing more on um, not so much divestment, but reinvestment and reinvestment in the community in terms of uh, of, of, of infrastructure and uh, and how we uh, how we run Kayama as a normal functioning council, which hasn't been the way for a while. Yeah, and I, I do wonder. I mean, I did see that um, the ABC 
came up with something very negative the other day. And uh, kind of it's all, it is old news, I know yeah, that for a yeah. fact, because we've discussed all of these things. But it must be, a, a, it, it must be quite draining when it's, it's brought up constantly, because clearly you want to move forward. Yeah, yeah. look, uh, you, 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 you know, you can't, if, if you get in your car and you try and drive using yeah. the rear vision mirror... You'll have a crash, mm. and uh, it's it's just not healthy. I don't uh, look. I don't mind reflecting on the past, mm. uh, but when the past is presented to you as the present, yes, yes. it's uh, there's there's an unfairness to it. And what what happens is that people get a hold of these things, and they misuse them. Mm. They 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 present them as being this is what this council is up to today, and really. It's it's a, uh, a hodgepodge of what happened somewhere around 2019-20 that they were talking about. Um, it took an awful long time to get that sorted out. And now, admittedly, the context is that the auditor has to make a comment on these things. And so the comment is contemporary. Yeah. But what they're commenting on is historic. Mm. It's kind of like if you pick up a textbook that was printed yesterday mm. uh, about uh, about any historic topic, they will talk about the topic uh, in, in in detail, and that's what's uh, what's happened. So it was a different council with different people under different circumstances, and uh, the only way that I could have fixed that would have been to go back in time. And I'm afraid even the mayor can't go back in time and fix things. So um, we thought we would talk about leadership this morning, didn't we? This is our topic. Well, yeah, I th- I, that's fine. I've got a question. Oh, <laughs> I knew you would. I knew you would have a question. <laughs> so leadership is important. Good leadership is important, especially at a time of flux, which we know we have been through here in Kiama. Now, your role is now different to what it was as councillor, as mayor. Can you describe your leadership style and how it has evolved during your time as mayor? Look, sure. Um, First of all, we have nine councillors. Yeah. Therefore, we have nine community leaders. And uh, I think that's fine. Mm -hmm. That's fine. And I think they accept that that role. Um, My experience in leadership... um, you would think I've been in the army and I've had my own business and all of that sort of stuff that it would prepare you for leadership in the council and that's just not a bit of it. No. It's it's quite, quite different. Mm. Um, you know, in the army, they tell you to jump, you ask how yeah. high and yeah. all that sort of stuff. But um, in, in, uh, and in business, um, you, you make... You make some decisions and uh, you expect those decisions to be carried out and uh, you pay people to do that. Mm-hmm. And what happens is that um, the, the, the consequences of those decisions uh, fall on your shoulders. And pretty much mine was a small business and so the consequences were, were relatively sort of small and, and only affected me. But local government, look, it has a lot of similarities to business. Um, resources are short. Um, uh, the, uh, the, the 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 pressure to keep moving forward is is ever present, but it's the most challenging sector to lead in. You're under um, in, intense 
intense scrutiny. You, you're closely connected to your community. You, it's been said, and I think the Governor-General said this, that uh, local government is where the community and the, uh, and the political leaders, they face each other off eye to eye. Mm. I mean, that doesn't happen in Canberra. Mm. You know, Anthony Albanese doesn't come down to Woolies here to buy his milk, yeah. but I do, and I know what that's like. Um, I was in the chemist shop yesterday and, uh, you know, highly questioned by people I knew and they were friendly and nice about it, but decisions that, that I had made were, uh, were questioned and not in a bad way, but yeah. just questioned. They wanted answers. So you, you, you're, you're connected. You have to make really and truly long-term short choices in under short-term conditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, bureaucracy is rampant absolutely rampant stakeholders are are plentiful and and progress can be painfully slow so the my style has adapted yeah Uh, i i i don't have a didactic style i don't say you will do this you will do that i make i make suggestions Mm. and it's a little bit more to do with behavioral science than what it is uh uh you know, command and conquer kind mm. of things. Uh, you have to I say... Hope so. say I, hope, I hope so. Well, it, it is. It is. I mean, you have to suggest to people that if you're not... And, and the people that I'm talking about are other councillors. You have to suggest to them that uh, if if they believe that they aren't getting the support that they need from their colleagues, um, so often the answer lies within. H- mm. how, how do you present your arguments? Do, do you put them in a logical way? Do you put them in a way that 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 is clearly understood? Do, do, do people understand the the boundaries of your argument? Do and 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 is there anything that uh, you know I can do to help? And I ask this. I ask this often. Um, <laughs> sometimes the answer is just shut up, <laughs> and and I have to kind of put up with that. But that's fine. So I think what you have to do is you have to you have to nudge nudge people. Mm. you can't push them you can't pull them you just have to nudge them in the right direction Um, they say that you can lead a horse to water but you can't make it drink Mm. but what you can do is you can salt the oats you can say horse if you have your oats please enjoy your oats there's a little bit of salt in there now we're going to go down to the water and because of the salt Mm. so so the idea is just to paint a picture uh, that says if you want to achieve results out of this, the reason that you're here is to achieve results from a combined unit like council that you can't possibly achieve on your own. As leader, what do you think the key qualities are of you as a leader? What should they be? Look, I think I know what they should be. Whether they are or not mm. is up to others to, to judge. I think that you have to be fair and equitable. I think you have to be good-natured. Mm. You you always have to be... Um, you have to accept that people are coming from a good place and not a, a spiteful place. Yeah. And that's hard. Uh, that's hard. People say things to you, to, to your face. Mm. And uh, sometimes it's out of anger and sometimes it's not. And so, by example, I... I try, I don't know whether I'm always successful, but I, 
I try to to always assume that what they're doing is coming from a good place because no one likes to write themselves as the villain of their own story. Mm. They they see themselves as the hero of their own story, mm. and rightly so. So if you can assume that someone's coming from the right place... Now, this might be a staff member who's presented a report. Uh, it might be a counsellor who has taken the idea of arguing to the point of argument mm. <laughs> and a row rather than presenting a logical sequence of events. Um, uh, you, you, you have to somehow just nudge them back into into the, the correct way. Uh, so everybody's got to be heard, haven't they? Everybody everybody's has to, got be, to heard, be heard. It's but at the same time, you have to really and truly understand your own arguments mm. and you have to say, is this argument going to benefit the community? Because in the end... While we do have balance sheets and ledgers and all of that sort of stuff like yeah. business, the profit that we gain is the benefit of the community. Yes. So we're looking yeah. after community benefit. So I ask myself, this, this may be costing us money, but by the same token, we've got to do it. We've mm. got to do it. You know, you'd be surprised how little money we make out of roads. You know, yeah. The roads have to be good, as good as we mm. can make them. The potholes have to be fixed. Mm. Uh, you know, you look at things and some people may think that, oh, you know, if I can think of an example, the leisure centre. The leisure centre uh, I consider to be a of great community value, mm. greater community value than a resource. It would be good if it paid its own way, but ultimately it's a benefit that we provide for the community. Those sort of things I have to stick to. And sometimes some councillors and some of the community will be, will be really upset by saying, oh, you know, uh, he's, he's pushing this particular barrow for whatever reason, when what I'm doing is I'm sticking to my guns and my guns are purely and, and, and 100% loaded with, with what's good for the community. Mm. And... Uh, I don't think what's good for this developer, what's bad for that developer. I don't think what's good for this this particular um, uh, person I'm dealing with or, or not. It's got to be all or nothing. And we take an oath or, or an affirmation to say exactly that. The decisions that we make are to the benefit of the greater community. So you might know John down the street and he's a bit worried about the house being built next to him and he rings you up and say, ah, listen, mate, They've gone nuts with this. They're too high. They're too wide. They're, you know, colour mm. I don't like and anything like that. You have to say, okay, what's going to be better to fix up John's little problem, or to stick with your guns and say, well, this is the local environment plan and it says this and it's been good for us. We'll stick with that. Thanks for joining us here at Kayama Community Radio. I'm Bernie Hems and I've got Neil Riley, our mayor, with me and uh, we're going to be with you until nine o'clock. Um, talking about leadership, um, I love that metaphor of the geese in terms of leadership. You've got the geese flying in formation and at the front you've got a few leaders yes. and they interact with each other and they take the burden and swap around a yes. little bit. The dynamic of the thing is that they, they fly in formation for a reason and they fly in that V-shape because the aerodynamics is more important when they fly together as one. Yes. 
and the ones at the back are quacking so that the ones at the front know that there's an airlift or there is some directional change that is required because they're listening to the quacks at the back. And uh, I've always loved that. And education, that was one of my key metaphors. How does that work for you in the council? Very apt. It's a very apt metaphor. Mm. And um, I, I have to say that I, I don't think about it as often as I should, but it is very, very apt. The idea is, as you have stated, that the, the shape that they fly in means that everyone gets a bit of a boost from, from the, the mere shape and, and, and the airflow mm. through their feathers and their wings. Mm. The ones at the front have to do a fair bit of the work in terms of, of, yeah. of, of creating that and then the flapping and so on works down the, the, the road. So what they do is that they, 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 they rotate Mm-hmm. through the, the leadership. Yeah. And I think if you find that uh, every uh, couple of years um, in local council we have an election, and that's a good thing mm. because it means that the <laughs> yeah. if I, the goose is leading us <laughs> uh, becomes the goose is following, and I think that's just fine, and I think it's a good thing. I think the roles are very important, uh, even though the ones at the front do some of the work the ones at the back are working as well. They're letting the ones at the front know how things are going. They're communicating. They're talking all the time. They're quacking. Um, and they have to be heard. And they must be heard. Yeah. Yeah. They must be heard. So there's a lesson in that. Mm. Uh, the, is that our community? How is our community well, it's, 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 being heard? Because we're the quackers, aren't we? We're the ones, <laughs> we're the ones our saying... Some are quackers. <laughs> uh, but uh, look, it, it, it's, it's, it's the community... Um, for sh- for sure, uh, but it's also and and we're we're taking the community on a on a journey that needs to be taken. We need to get somewhere that's going to be safe and and give us comfort, uh, so we can, you know, we can we can continue our uh, our, our journey uh, with with some degree of comfort. I believe that uh, it also is the members of the council, so we've got um, we've got a role to do each each one of us in the council it's described in the act and so on so we have to act as one as one v shape yeah. that is that is moving moving forward if one particular goose and i mm-hmm. use the word advisedly decides that they don't like this way of doing things they will fall by the wayside they won't have the support of their colleagues and they could ruin the whole thing for everybody. But they have been put there, haven't they? They have been elected to be there. They their have voice been elected. Is they very have, important, isn't you, it? You, you can't escape that. So and they're quacking and we're listening. Yeah. And I think that we time. have to we have to, 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 to listen to their quacking yeah. uh, as <laughs> as best we can and try and interpret it in a positive way. They're quacking for a positive reason. Yeah. They're letting you know how things are going. If they stop quacking, something's wrong. Mm. They haven't got the energy. So maybe you mm. have to take a slightly different direction, maybe a higher altitude, or maybe it's time for you to just, just fall back a little bit and let someone else take that uh, take that uh, lead. And I, I use the um, uh, the thought of, of council as being a board uh, in in a similar way, mm. um, once once we decide to 
well, in the northern hemisphere, they fly south for the winter. But once we decide that, we all have to go that way. Mm. And that's legislated. Mm. It's, it's a matter of if a majority of the councillors vote this way, it becomes the policy of the council. Yeah. However much you may disagree with it, mm. that's the way it is. And you signed up in that knowledge. Yeah. So you, 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 you move with it. Uh, I, I think it's, um, it's interesting if you would consider the, the, the board of any large, let's say, a hospital, and the board of the hospital say, well, look, I'm sick of all these people coming in here, mucking up the beds and, you know, with their relatives wanting to park and all that kind of stuff. You, you're not being helpful to the hospital, the people or the relatives. But if you go along and help collaboratively with your colleagues, your fellow geese, to move in a direction that you've all agreed or the majority have you have agreed to go in, there is a much better chance that you'll get there. It's like having a plan, mm. you know. Uh, plans, plans may not be successful and things can go wrong and there's mm. many examples in business and in life where that happens. But I tell you what, if you've got a plan, you've got a much better chance of it coming off than if you have no plan. Mm. So if you're flying in a V, everyone has a role, everyone has a right to express how things yep. are going and others have a right to listen to that and to act on it. And you know where you're going, yeah. And we're having a discussion here, Neil Wiley, the Mayor, and myself, about leadership and the importance of, of leadership. And um, we were just talking during the, the music about the fact that in education, sometimes I found that uh, people would progress through the ranks and suddenly people who were very good in the classroom knew their content very well, very good teachers. But sometimes leadership in terms of a, a whole school leadership would be very demanding if you got into that position and required a lot of training. How does that work in council? So you, you get it to be a councillor, uh, you've got all sorts of things that you want to do on behalf of, of the community. How do you gain that knowledge as a, or that, those qualities as, as leaders? Do you have training in that? Yeah, sure. sure. There is, um, there is a, a, a formal aspect of the, the training yeah. and uh, it, uh, it is uh, based on continuing professional development. Yeah. It means that you, you can't isolate yourself. You, you have to keep up with the current trends, keep up with the current legislation. Uh, to do that, uh, you can uh, uh, take on courses uh, put on by local government New South Wales. Mm. Uh, you can uh, attend uh, conferences that I'm doing uh, in yeah. uh, tomorrow, and and that in itself is a very very valuable thing. You 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 exchange ideas. Mm. It, it's all based on the uh, on the assumption, and that I think the very real assumption that no one knows everything. Yeah, and the way to progress is to ask questions. Uh, sometimes make mistakes, and if you do, learn from them, admit them, and mm. move forward. So I, I think that it's uh, this this continuing professional development is is something that's really really important in in every aspect of life. In every aspect of life, in council, it's uh, it's it's crucial that you keep abreast of the way the community is feeling, the way that uh, the um, and and that that involves hard slog getting out and talking to a lot of people mm. uh, it uh, it it may be uh, just being prepared to listen 
listening is a is a superpower uh, for a counsellor. You you learn so much that for way. every leader, isn't it? Simon well, Sinek says you listen first and you speak last. Well, you know the the, the old idea is that you've got one mouth and two two yeah. ears. You use them in the right <laughs> proportions. But look, the other thing is that people have to have have trust in you as a, a leader, uh, and that means that every now and then they'll challenge what you do and mm. the decisions that you make, the rulings that you make. And some people will challenge them and challenge them and challenge them. And after a while, if if those decisions that you make are proven to be correct through popular ballot or whatever, people will, will start to develop a, a, a greater respect for your decision-making process. But it does it does involve trust. And, and, and trust trust comes from other people. You can't just say, trust me. I'm a mayor. Mm. Uh, what, it, it comes from other people's observations. And their observations uh, may be that you have, um, you have the ability to do it. You've got the mental, um, you have the, uh, you know, the mental wherewithal to be able to make these decisions. You've done the professional uh, development. So you need to have the capabilities to do it, and they have to trust that you do have the capabilities to do it. That you can, you can you can run a meeting that may be going way over time with a lot of contentious issues and complicated things, but you can still do it with with some kind of a, a smile on your face. And mm. I must say that sometimes that smile turns into a bit of a grimace, but you you move through it. And you did provide some training recently on that, didn't you? On how you conduct meetings. Uh, yes, we did. Something that you talked uh, we, to me about we, before. We we we've had two lots of training on that. One from local government New mm. South Wales, uh, and uh, and one in, internally, but with other people looking in. So we had some authoritative figures that were able to say, well, look, your your view on this seems logical, but it's not the right one. And, mm. and we were able to test our uh, our ideas on our code of meeting practice. So. One is to develop that trust. People need to know that you have the uh, the wherewithal to mm. to be able to do the job, the intellectual wherewithal to do it. The other thing is that they have to trust that you've got the capacity to mm. do it. You know, the 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 the, the weight that you can you can carry this off. You know, you're not going to fall over and start crying in the middle of a meeting or, or whatever mm. you, you're, you're going to you're going to move on now some people do cry in meetings and there's nothing wrong with that but if every meeting you you know you fall into a, a ball of tears mm. as, as the chair of the meeting it's probably not a good look it means that you probably have the intellectual capacity to do it but you don't have the physical capacity so th- th- there's there's that knowledge capacity, capability. Uh, the other thing is that people have to be genuinely of the opinion that you are coming from the right place, that you're not doing it for selfish reasons. Mm. And uh, I, I think that uh, if, if anything goes wrong in local government, it will be that people do things for selfish reasons. Uh, and I'm not talking about this council, I'm talking about others. Other councils that have been dismissed uh, and administrators have put in because they thought of themselves either monetarily or for their own political advancement. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people will take the ideological position of their party over what's good for the community. 
Now, they're obligated to do that. There's a lot of pressure for them to do it. Mm. I used to be in a political party myself. That's why I'm no longer in a political party because so much pressure is put on you in those parties to do what that party wants and what that party wants may not necessarily be the best for the community. It may satisfy their own ideological goals, but it's, it's not best for everyone. So, so much depends on, uh, on trust, your capacity, your capability, and your ability to know your own mind. And I think that that becomes infectious in a, in a positive way, in a positive way. And look, I see councillors working now, doing their job, and, and sometimes I'm astounded at their capacity and their intellectual capabilities. And I think that we have, uh, and whether it's experience, whether it's, um, uh, uh, whether it's, it's, it's the exuberance of youth, uh, whether it's a capacity to learn and a capacity to teach, and some people have, have the lot. And I think if you look at our council meetings, you'll see some people, they not only ask the questions, but they ask, they not only ask the questions, but they know what to do with the answers. I think, we, you know, it's really easy to ask questions. Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? Uh, we have the one-year-old living at our house. Uh, uh, he doesn't have the language at this stage, but really and truly, all he's saying is why, 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 yeah. uh, and, and, and doesn't know what to do with it. But so, so having, having a, uh, a self-belief but also having a, um, an understanding of what the community wants. So, Neil, tell me what the difference is in terms of leadership. You have a leadership role, and so does the CEO. Tell us what the difference is between those two leaderships. Sure, and that's an important point. It mm. really is. Uh, we uh, both uh, uh, must, according to the Act, yeah. uh, provide leadership. Uh, the CEO's leadership is of an operational type and my leadership should be of a strategic type. That is to say, the elected uh, councillors are the governing body of yep. council. We make the policy. The CEO's job is to carry out that policy uh, in a very, you know, in the most efficient way that, uh, mm. that it's possible to do. Um, to do that, her leadership is to give direction and manage and motivate the staff to make sure that they are doing their jobs. She counsels the staff. Uh, she carries out performance uh, uh, criteria for the staff. Uh, she structures the organisation uh, uh, with our, our, our guidance, uh, of course, and, and with our, um, our agreement. So... She's we, got a large number of people. There's about manage. 500, 500 people. Yeah. About 500 people. Yeah. We're the biggest employer yeah. uh, in, the, uh, in, the, in this area. And uh, so she must uh, have a handle on so many things. Uh, there is industrial relations. She must know all of the acts and, and, and mm. all of the, uh, um, the pay scales and, and, and so on. She has to really and truly do what we do in terms of continuous professional development. She has to keep uh, abreast of those, uh, those things that happen in other councils to say, well, that was a mistake. I won't make sure I won't do that. Yeah. Or that was a good thing. I think I'll try and emulate that. Uh, so it, it, it's all about the, uh, the, 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 the process is, is what the CEO does. Uh, 
as a leader in council, uh, a councillor doesn't have any of the authority that a CEO. We, we can't tell a staff member what to do. No. Uh, we, we, we get to employ and, uh, and guide and, if necessary, dismiss only one person, and that is the CEO. We, we, we can't, uh, if, if we see someone, you know, asleep at the wheel or whatever, uh, there's just nothing we can, we can do about that as councillors. Uh, but we can nudge the CEO mm. to say, I, I've seen this and uh, I'm not happy. Uh, and, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a different kind of leadership that the CEO has to, uh, to ours. It's, it's, it's direct line of command leadership yeah uh and uh it's 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 unlike ours uh we have to uh have to look at the uh the strategy of it look i i, I use uh, sort of warfare and it's unfortunate these days that there's so much of it in the uh, in the world but if you th- if you think about okay well the council will decide to invade france hmm. the ceo will find a place to do it she will find the ships she will find the uh, the personnel and she will uh, work out uh, uh, what's going to happen uh, where. That's the tactical side yeah. of that uh, that decision. Uh, and and carry. And she will ask us as a council, why do you want to invade France? We will give good logical reasons, and she will use those reasons in in developing her tactics to make sure that that particular strategy gets carried out as efficiently and quickly as it possibly can. This is why we have. Um, often questions with regard to uh, is this a lawful or an unlawful uh, motion that may be put. If we make a motion that cannot be executed, we are giving the CEO a task that can't be done. Mm. And nobody wants that. Nobody, no no councillor wants that. So we, we check with the CEO often, um, you know, is, is this a lawful thing? And, and by lawful, there's, there's something that can be unlawful, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's illegal. Yeah. Unlawful means that it, it is against uh, a council policy that, that can't be changed. Sometimes uh, it, is, it, can't be a, uh, it can't be conducted or it is unnecessary. It's, it's an unnecessary affectation to something else. Well, that, that's unlawful. It, it, it already is covered by, by mm. this and by that. Now, if it's something to do with uh, changing a, a policy, well, policy must change sometimes. And the CEO, may, the CEO may say, well, while this is against that particular policy, that particular policy is a living document and must change. Right. So, Neil, thank you so much for being with me this morning. It's a pleasure, Lynn. This podcast was produced by Kaima Community Radio.